Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car inside us on 9-6 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. And each week, what we try to do is share some helpful hints about the car buying process. Yes, we do. Because every time someone goes out to buy a car... It's a completely different individual there experience. There is no rule of thumb. And, and here's the things that frustrate me. There are people that actually believe that TrueCar, Costco, auto broker services, your credit union are out looking for your best interests. When are you going to realize that Costco is paid by the dealer to send you there? True car is paid by the dealer to send you there. A broker gets paid by the dealer to send you there, and sometimes they bring you there. But one of the things that I've, I've found lately to be really frustrating and really annoying is when someone wants me to help them buy a used car. Good luck trying to figure out the advertising of the used cars. Now, we mentioned it on the radio one day. Why do websites allow dealers to advertise deceptive practices? And why does the Attorney General for the state of Arizona not do a dang thing about it? Beware of advertised minimum trade-in amounts. Dealers may have already gently raised the price of a car that you are buying to offset the value of your trade-in or low values based on mileage or condition. Also, any debt still owed on the trade-in will be added to your new loan. Rocket science. Unbelievable. Really? Do you think your payoff just goes away because you bought a new car? And I I love her to death, but even my wife, I had to explain to it, honey, your car's not paid for. If they give you 29000 but you still owe twelve, you're only netting the tax savings in seventeen grand. Oh, was finally, she got it. Now, be, sep- be skeptical of car advertisements and always read the fine print. Sometimes the advertised deal only applies to a few vehicles and is available only under certain conditions. Dealers may advertise prices that include rebates not available to most consumers, such as military, student, or only with dealer financing. Now, this is the one I like the best because I was going to talk about this. 
when you get something mailed to your house inviting you to the dealership, when you did, did you do those mailers at Arrowhead? Um, we did periodically do mailers. This is over a decade ago, but yes. How, what was your expected return? 1%? Well, actually, it depended on who we mailed to. If we mailed to our database, still a little bit higher, but you're exactly right, Gary. His point is that when anyone advertises, ultimately, they expect no more than about a 1% return on the amount of people that they try to reach. One of the things that I really enjoy, and I don't know the guy, Dana knows who he is. He knows him better than I've never really met him. I have no interest in meeting him. I know who you're talking about. But I love when I walk into the dealership and he's setting up his table and he's got all these appointments lined up. And I'm really glad that he's there when I bring a guest in to help them buy a car because I can usually get a better deal from my client while he's there because the people that he's bringing in off his mailer, the dealership is clubbing, clubbing them. Well, and and let me try to clarify and explain what Gary's describing. When you as a person are just, you know, at home minding your own business and you receive some type of a solicitation for some type of special event that's going on for you and you only or for a select group of people that they've invited in, that, that of course, is simply just a gimmick. But the key is if you go in under that premise, you go in blinder than blind. You haven't you done any research. you think this guy's there to help you because you got a mailer. You're a preferred guest of the dealership. And Gary, with emphasis, is pointing out that it's poppycock. All they're trying to do is, again market and advertise to their existing customers and ultimately those people that come in as Gary alluded to they often get really bad deals simply because they think it's their perception that they think they're being protected now Watch out for prizes or lotteries. Dealers often design contests to bring you into the dealership, although you might think you have a good chance of winning a valuable prize. Almost all customers receive the lowest value prize available, and some leave with unwanted vehicles. Five bucks is usually the yeah. unwanted prize. Be, so it's beware of advertising minimum trading, be skeptical of card advertisements, and always read the fine print. Watch out for prizes or lotteries. This is on the attorney general's webpage, not the AG webpage, but it looks like it's his, and I don't want to, Bronovich, I believe is his name. Whether it's Mark Brenovich, however you, whatever you want to say. That gentleman. Okay. Now, then it says, before you go to the dealer, do your homework, ask your family or friends for dealership recommendations. Can I interject real quick before you go further? Um, that, That could be the worst thing that you could possibly do unless they were referring you to either Gary or myself. And I'm going to take a moment and make sure that you have Gary's phone number. It's 602-525-1370. My name is Dana Southern and I can be reached at 602-679-8324. You know, and we we talk about these things and and I think you can hear in my voice, the you're, a little, you're, you're a little frustrated you know, this morning. I hear it for sure. You know, and it's, you know, why is it 
allowed. And I kind of laughed because I said something to Dana the other day, and he started sending me text messages explaining to me about how the advertising works. I was not trying to explain. Yeah, we (laughs) both understand how it works. It makes us crazy. It makes it crazy that they're allowed to do it. Now, I looked at a car at a dealership that was advertised for $12,000. The car sold for $14,700, or it was advertised for thirteen grand. I called my friend back, and I said to him, now, he happens to be an executive. With I said, is there a car advertised at that dealership that's used that I could just buy for the advertised price? Nope. So, folks, when you're looking for a used car... You really can't buy the car online. You know, I mean, if you want to pay too much money and you feel really cool about going to a vending machine and put your coin in and get your car out of the Carvana machine and pay their average $3,500 profit on a used car. Now, the average profit is $3,500, but the company doesn't make money. How does that make sense? Well, uh, there's a lot of companies that make quite a bit of profit. Example, Tesla. They they make a lot of profit when they sell each individual car, but typically when they print a financial statement, unlike the last one, there's usually no profit in it, usually a loss. The the thing that can be frustrating for, for myself, and I know Gary has to face the same thing, is when we get calls from listeners, and of course we're trying to guide them and put them in the right direction for their personal needs, when they are referencing advertisements that they've seen at dealerships and then essentially want to know how much we can beat it by. Good luck getting that price. Hopefully you can imagine that our, our purpose is to protect every facet of the sale from how you get there to how you leave the, the things that are said in between. Um, we're going to make sure if we're part of it are what they should be, that we understand each other, that we're on the same page, and that we agree. But if you call us and you've seen a car that's advertised used and you want to know how much we can beat it by, first of all, I'm not not a shopping service. I don't give prices. And neither does Dana. You know, and here's another thing. I don't watch a lot of TV. And most of the TV I watch is late at night. So my wife likes to watch the news. And when I see these, this on your side or this guy, the news guy, that's the consumer advocate. Okay. When have you ever seen a segment of any of those news shows, whether it's channel three, channel five, whatever, where that person is helping somebody that bought a car from a major car dealer. Now, I'm not talking about yellow cab company cars. I'm talking about going after a brick and mortar Nissan store, Toyota store, Dodge store, Honda store, any of the, they don't. And the reason that they don't was as soon as they go after a new car franchise or a major dealership, you think they're going to keep advertising? I remember sitting in someone's office and it wasn't, it was not, it was a news story about Toyota. And it wasn't a, a consumer advocate guy, it was an advocate gentleman, it was actually a Toyota 
thing. And the funniest thing was, was as soon as they got done talking about this recall and this issue with the Toyotas, the next thing that came on was the guy doing the Toyota commercial. It's the same guy that does all the commercials. I can't think of his name. But folks, you have to remember something. When you walk into the dealership, you are 99% of the time on your own. And the worst thing you could have, rather than no information, is bad information. Or the false sense that based on Costco or a buying service, that you're truly getting the best deal you can get. Each and every time, Gary and I help a client if we were to get someone a Costco deal or a triple A deal or whatever kind of deal, we would be failing our client. We do not fail our clients. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. They get it. They understand what we do. Remember always, you can reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We are not brokers. We're advocates. We're your employee. Now, the other We consult as well. We consult and guide. You know, I mean, I, I had a gal the other day, and it was funny. I spoke to the general manager. He agreed to come in on a Sunday, and it was probably the biggest waste of time with this gal that did not understand what it is that we do. We're not brokers. We're not salespeople in the dealership. We're there to help you get the best deal possible. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, when we talk about the, the different things that consumers face, we, of course, understand this because we're in dealerships on a regular basis throughout, you know, the days and weeks, numerous times, besides, of course, spending decades in the auto industry prior to committing ourselves to just guiding and protecting people. You know, and the one thing that we, Dana, want to bring up again was remember this. And it says remember. 
Arizona does not have a cooling off period or three-day right to cancel a car sale. If you go to a car dealership, now there are a lot of dealers now that they will advertise seven-day guarantee. That's one of those things where he advises you about reading the small print. Because I don't think it's a refund. Oh, no. I believe it's an exchange. In, in most cases, in almost all cases, Gary, you're correct. Now, it's an exchange. However, there are one or two exceptions to the rule, like the wonderful Lundy Volkswagen that sponsors our radio show, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. He's that kind of guy. Here's what it is. There are dealerships that don't want you to own a car that they're you're not happy with. Okay, but a lot of the decisions, nobody forces a dealership to take a car back. Now, if you buy a car from one of these dealer groups that advertise this exchange, seven day money back guarantee, I don't know exactly how they work. So I'm going to tell you, please read all that fine print that you need to read. I hate the fine print in car ads. It's not just the car business. I. That's so true. There are so many things that, you know, whether it's direct TV or it really. Don't does. even mention that one. Okay. Well, oh just, my God. Okay. Don't get, don't get me started. Right, where I could get him started, but it, it really, you know, the, the loss leader idea, I, I think as long as people understand that they don't really mean it and it's just going to cost a lot more. I guess if they went in with that truth in their mind to try to buy the advertised car, maybe it wouldn't be as uncomfortable as it typically ends up being. Okay, I'm going to ask Dana a question. When I go into a restaurant, okay, who's generally the best tippers? Um, usually, I would say salesmen or people that were in the restaurant business, former servers like I right. was. Who normally doesn't grind the crap out of a salesperson in any kind of establishment. A salesperson. Correct. Now, when I go out to eat lunch sometimes by myself or I'll grab something and there's a tip involved, the girl will always say, you want to leave? And it's not an absorbent amount. It's probably 25%. But I was a server and my daughter paid her way through college waiting on tables. I was a food server and a busboy myself. Right. So, and I started in the restaurant business when I was 17 years old. But- the, the thing about it is everything in life, you want to treat people in a certain way, the way you want to be treated. That's the way you should treat people. So when I was out shopping with my wife for furniture, we sat down and the we picked out all new furniture for the house. I had the ultimate bachelor pad. I had a two-story, five-bedroom house with beds in each of my kids' bedrooms. I had a plumber's rack, plastic rack that you put in the laundry room. That's what my TV sat on in my bedroom, and the mattress was on the floor. Because when I got divorced and my wife and I split up the second time, when she left, she took all the furniture. And guess what? I was glad. She needed the furniture for her place. I wanted all new furniture anyway. So we went into a furniture store, more furniture, and we went through and we picked out a bedroom set, a dining room set, and a living room, plus all the incidental tables. So the bill was right over 12 grand. 
And the young man asked me, Doug was his name, how did I want to pay for the products? I said, well, there's a couple of different ways we can do this. If there's a benefit to paying cash, I can pay cash. If there's no benefit to that, I have 0% on one of my credit cards. Or I could use your financing for 0%. And it was for like 0% for, for six years or five years, whatever it was. And it was just a minimum payment. And you could never be late because if you were late, it was 29.9%. And he looked at me and explained, well, you can't finance the whole thing because I've never seen anybody approved for more than six grand. That was not a good assumption on his part. The other thing was he actually said, and based on the fact that you've shopped around, you know we have great prices. So finally, I said to the guy, I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't you give me that credit application? Let me fill that out and let's see how we do. So I fill out the credit app and about 90 seconds after they run the credit, I get a phone call. And it's from Wells Fargo Financial. Fraud alert, making sure no one. Fraud alert, make sure it was me. So you get back and all of a sudden, a minute after that, the guy walks up with the dumb, stupid look on his face. Wow. You got to prove the whole thing. What a shock. Imagine that. So I looked at him and said, now, Doug, I got to be honest with you. I haven't said one word to you about pricing. I haven't said one word about anything. I'm not looking for anything other than I want that throw pillow that says $29.99. I want that. I'll buy all the furniture right now. You need to throw in that pillow. And this guy proceeded to explain to me, based on the fact that you've shopped around and you know we have the best pricing, I can't throw anything in. So I looked at my wife, and before I could say anything, she blurted out, we haven't shopped anywhere yet. So I looked at Doug, and I said, Doug, you know, that sofa set that goes up in the family room, I just need to go home and measure to make sure that that sofa fits the way I want it to. And we walked out to the car, and I looked at my wife, and she looked at me at the exact same time and said, where are we going? And we got in the car at 59th Avenue and Bell. We went to 64th Avenue and Bell. We walked into Ashley. And not only did we like the furniture better, but the pricing was better. Now, I'm not saying that's all the time. However... We ended up buying a bunch of furniture at Ashley, but we did go back the next day to buy a certain amount of furniture from the more furniture store. And when we went in, my wife said to me, if you start explaining to him why you didn't buy anything, I'm going to get up and leave. You do not train him on how to be a salesperson. Now, I use this as an example in my sales meetings. And the reason I'm bringing up this story, folks, if you're buying a car and the salesman keeps telling you no when you ask for something, are, Mr. Customer, are you going to buy the car? No. Why not? Because you kept saying no. You have to understand the salesperson at the car dealership has to be on your side, but he's also paid by the dealership. 
I was going to say, most importantly, this salesperson is supposed to represent or present what is in your best interest, not what's in the company. All he would have had interest. to do was go ask his boss. If he would have asked his boss and said, hey, I'm really sorry I asked my boss. He can't throw this in. I'm going to be. I would have bought everything. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt and Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt and Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Welcome back to your car inside is on 960 The Patriot. If it sounds like I'm a little frustrated, a little fired up, it's because I, I am. I, I just don't understand how things are permitted to go on the way that they do. And, you know, I mentioned that it's not just the car business, but the car business is your major purchase. Now, I will tell you this. If you're ever in the market and you want to buy appliances and you should get an invitation-only mailer from Spencer's. So I remember if it was last year or the year before, my wife looks at me and says, I want new appliances for the kitchen new dishwasher new microwave new range new fridge here's this thing from spencer's so it was a one day four hour or three hour sale and we go she all of a sudden she finishes work she's getting dressed we're going to look at furniture at the appliances and we walk in 
and we start going through, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want this. And the package was this much. Now, with that being said, I didn't care for the package. It was a, I was talking about not just the car business, other businesses and sales and mailers. So I started to look around and one of the things that I want and one of the big disappointments in our house is we have a gas fireplace, a gas hot water heater, a gas dryer, a natural gas barbecue outside that's plumbed to the house and we have an outdoor fire pit. But our range is electric and it's not plumbed for gas. So I had to buy an electric range. So with what we wanted, I wanted a double oven. So it's not quite as big on the top, but it's two ovens and you can put stuff in the top oven, stuff in the bottom oven. So we buy all the appliances. And me as a salesperson, I don't care what you do, when you know you got a great deal, you still have to keep checking. And the crazy thing was, we got that mailer last week. So it had to be just before Black Friday. I checked every single day just about at Best Buy, Lowe's, Home Depot, and not once was I able to get the pricing that I got from Spencer's that day. And we were the last folks to leave because we got there at about 730 because my wife had to work. And we were done, we were talking, and the guy finally looked at me and said, you know, you're in sales. Okay, nobody I've ever dealt with could figure out dollars that quickly. And I was doing the math in my head on the packages. And everything was fine, we bought everything, and I never was able to touch the prices. But to me, that was the best true sale I had ever seen advertised and it came through and the crazy thing was while we were there and we were talking I asked a question that I was very surprised he answered how much stuff did you guys sell today in four hours there was a line at the door when this sale started because it was a it was a time $300,000 worth of appliances that one location sold that evening. Folks, not everything is a gimmick, but what you need to understand is what's real, what's not real, what's perception, what's reality. And if it comes to the advertising by a dealership, there's absolutely no sense of what's real, what's perception, and what's reality. And that's why for Gary and I, it's very difficult when people call us and they want us to quote prices. As Gary shared, we're not price quoters. We're not car salesmen. We're industry experts that use all our skill sets to protect and guide our clients. And the unfortunate part is the dealer can lie to you. The, le the dealer can mislead you and say things that aren't true. And then when you get there, make up any reasons that they want to to justify what they said. Gary and I are not afforded that luxury. We are not price quoters. And 
ultimately, if we do say something, we are held to our word completely. We've been doing this for going on nine years. We've never had a complaint. We have a five-star rating on anything that's ever rated us. The people that we help are truly grateful for what we do for them. If you were wise, even if you don't feel like you need our service, there has to be someone that you care about that does. You can reach Gary at 602-525-1370, or you can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona, at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Often when people are looking to, to purchase a vehicle, they're, they're often also, of course, looking to replace a vehicle. And we've talked about this a few different times, but over the last few years, some of the larger dealer groups and some of the dealers here in the Valley have gone to where the vehicle's not really appraised at the dealership. Well, it is and it isn't. You bring the car to the dealership, but it's not the people there that are at the dealership that are making the final determination on what your car is worth. One of the things that makes a a huge difference if you're buying a car is, of course, what you get for your trade-in. If you're dealing with a company that has just one vision of what your car could be worth, that often should put them in a position where they can't earn your business because somebody else would see it differently. You know, there's a dealership in town that advertises their product with the best pricing, without a doubt. And if you're looking for that product and you don't have a trade-in and you can maneuver your way through finance, it's a great place to go. 27th Avenue in I'll stop. Yeah. There's no reason to mention the dealership's name. I wasn't going to. However, their store is designed for finance, and their store is designed to steal or undervalue your trade-in. So I've gone to this dealership for years, and I can navigate my way through the finance office. I know a lot of the business managers. They know that I'm there to help the client. And the hardest part that I have is when there's a trade, getting them to not be, you're not going to get every single penny. You're not going to get them to overpay for your car. However, you have to look at the pricing that they're giving you. So what I always explain to somebody At a certain point, when the number gets reasonable or extremely reasonable, that's when it's time to make a decision to make the deal or not. Now, if they're giving you a great price, but they're $3,000 light on what I can get you for your trade-in someplace else, we might have to go. But I always laugh because I'll go to another dealer 
for a different deal, and I'll mention something about this dealership. Well, you know they're not going to sell the car for that advertised price. Yes, they will. And yes, they have, and they always do. Okay, I think they just changed their pricing to where they have a three ninety five charge for lifetime window tint, but they don't have written in their small print any equipment added by the consumer or the dealer can affect the pricing of the vehicle. Now Dana brought up this trade-in thing where when I worked for years we had one guy when I worked at ABC as a salesperson that if he was in the store he bid every trade. Now when these dealer groups bid your car, if it's Larry Miller I believe it's done out of Utah. If you're buying a car at an auto nation store it could be all the way from Florida that they're bidding your car it's a corporate thing now they're not allowed in a lot of these stores to adjust that dollar amount unless it's their product so if you're at a chevy dealership and you're in, and you have a chevy that general manager can make a decision if he wants to adjust that but i will tell you when he adjusts that that car i believe ends up on a list It's watched. It's watched. So how many of those cars do you think he's allowed to bump that they don't get out of them? You, they have a problem. Now, there was one of Dana's other favorite things, and I'm going to let him go back to this. You know, it's not just the one price on your trade. This one priced market of used cars has drastically affected the consumer's ability to get a great deal. Now, if you're that interested in buying a car on a one-price shop, I would be interested to know what's the percentage of used vehicles at CarMax and Carvana that were rental cars and lease returns bought at the auction. And I would wager that the number is pretty darn high that they were bought at auction or were rental cars. Obviously, people can sell cars off the street to those companies you know individually but for the most part where else would they get their inventory those places can't sell certified pre-owned cars what do you mean they can't hertz says hertz certified cars and we both know that only the manufacturer and the brand representing the manufacturer can sell a certified pre-owned car and unfortunately like gary pointed out there are lots of dealerships that do what I would call false advertising or or not true advertising, where it has their certification. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Poppycock. That's what it means. Now, one of the other things that's one of Dana's favorites, and it's also one of my favorites, is the misconception that Carfax is actually a true history report. So since Carfax came about, there were a couple of changes on that first vehicle history report. So we used to say... No accidents reported to Carfax. Now below that, there's a new box that can be green that says no damage reported to Carfax. And then I don't, I didn't do it in color. I wish I would have. Carfax one owner vehicle. Then it has a little shield that says well-maintained, regular oil changes, well-maintained vehicle. Now they've added rental vehicle. 
So it could be a one-owner rental vehicle. Now, my feeling is if you have a 40,000-mile rental car and the average person puts 1,000 miles on the rental car, how many different drivers were there? Well, at least 40, but likely more than that. So now the last thing it says is last reported odometer reading. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I, I am so sick of people telling me, well, the Carfax said, or the Carfax is this. Well, this is a Carfax that I ran on a 2019 Toyota CHR Limited. So it has a history report that shows... Has no accidents, has no damage. It is a one-owner car. It is a well-maintained vehicle, and it is a rental car. Now, the part that bothers me is on 2-11-2019, the vehicle was manufactured and shipped to the original dealer. On 3-23-2019, title was issued or updated, registration issued, blah, blah, blah. First lien reported, title or registered as a... Rental. rental vehicle. Avoid financial headaches. Make sure the t- loan has been paid off if you're buying from a private seller. So where it says this car is a well-maintained vehicle, Dana, you show me where one service was done on the car. On the Carfax itself that he printed that has all the pages, it does not reflect any service of any kind done to the vehicle. And there's two parts to this. One, how could they possibly suggest it's a well cared for a vehicle when it doesn't have any service record, and more importantly, why? Why would they say that? Now, I helped a young lady that day, and I didn't help her. It was the gal I met on Sunday, and I don't normally get frustrated, but this gal, I just think it's a get away from her. Some people can be very difficult. Yes, and she kept talking to me about Hertz cars. Well, the Hertz car didn't come with two keys, the Hertz car didn't have floor mats, and the Hertz car didn't have brand new tires. So for $400 more at a Nissan store, you could buy the exact same car in an upgraded trim level with two keys, with the floor mats, with brand new tires, certified with a seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Now, when the salesman mentioned that you can also make the car, well, why isn't that included? You can make the car seven years, 100,000 miles. It's an option if you want to wrap the car. Now, where I got frustrated was I don't like to be treated like a salesperson. So when someone calls me up and explains to me I'm going to be paying cash for the car, and then when we're sitting in the general manager's office on a Sunday because he came in to meet me because he wanted to make it really simple, and after we go over the numbers, she starts asking about, well, what are your finance rates? And I wanted to look at her and say, what's the difference? You're paying cash. And then she said, I haven't been in the States in nine years. I don't have any credit. But my sister can co-sign. And then she blurts out, and if she can't co-sign, she'll just buy the car in her name. Okay, and she didn't understand why a straw purchase is something that a dealership doesn't do. Or does do, but should not do. You're defrauding the bank. And it's something that we could talk about for hours and hours and hours and hours. Now, I believe it's a little bit different situation. If a parent wants to buy a car... For their 16-year-old. That's co-signing, co-buying. But what happens if the parent buys the car for their 16-year-old and the 16-year-old's nowhere on the contract? 
Well, we both know the 16-year-old can't be on the contract because they're not of legal age to sign a contract. Correct. So, and that wasn't a trick question. I guess my answer question is this. You have a 22-year-old child that lives at home. They have no credit and they're going to college. And you want to buy them a car and you don't want to put them on the loan. Is that a straw purchase? I don't think so, no. Okay. So that's family. Right. And, that, and, and, and there's no derogatory credit and you're not trying to hide a, a, a credit circumstance that's horrific right. by, by putting someone else's name exclusively on the car and the actual driver who's had serious issues is nowhere to be found. That's misrepresenting. And, and the reason the, they care about it is it has to do with one word, repossession. The odds, you know, and, and it's a it's a horrible, horrible most people that do it don't understand the consequences. If you buy a car for someone and put it in your name, who's financially responsible for the vehicle? The person who signed for it. Who has to have the insurance? The person who signed for it. Who gets sued in the event that there's a car accident? Well, could be all, but certainly the person who signed for it first. If the car's repossessed, who does the bank come looking for? Same answer. You see where we're going with this. So when my children needed cars, they, I helped them financially. I did not help them signing wise. Now, my kids, my son will be 27. My daughter just turned 24. Neither one of my two children has ever driven a car that is registered in my name. Ever. My son can't drive my car because it's manual transmission. My daughter doesn't live at home. They've never borrowed my cars. And I'm probably a little too anal about it. He's very risk adverse. Because A, my wife is not the mother of my children. And she's probably the best parent of everybody that's involved with my kids because she can only go back to the way she was raised. Now, I can promise you this. I love my son to death, and he's a great kid. But there is some crap that he's done over the years that if I would have done that when my dad was still alive, when he passed away when I was 15, I'd still be in traction. I'd still have no teeth. Okay? Now... Don't get me wrong. My son was not disrespect. He was stupid for a little period of his life. I think most kids, unfortunately, go through that. It's but we don't give you. If you call me up and you tell me my accountant said I can lease the car because I can write this off, the first thing that I'm going to say to you is I'm really glad you got that advice from your accountant because I don't give tax advice when somebody's buying a car and when a salesperson in the dealership starts bringing up tax advice to a client i ask them when they became a cpa we're your car insiders we work for you not the dealer you can reach dana at 602-679-8324 you can reach me gary at 602-525-1370 we're not car gurus we're not auto trader we're not cars.com we're not true car we're not a broker we're consumer advocates that are here for you to protect and guide and only you 
We work for you, not the dealer. We work for you and you only. 